Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Thank you so much for being a significant part of what we do here at Bible Tracks Incorporated by joining our radio family, our listener family today for Bible Tract Echoes can't thank you enough for investing a portion of your day right here with me. I'm looking forward to diving back into the book of Mark. We've got an exciting concept to consider from Mark chapter 1. So if you'd like to, you can grab your Bibles. While you do that, let me tell you about a gospel tract. Got a few on my desk here. I went downstairs and I'm in my office right now talking to you, talking to this microphone. And I went downstairs and I needed to pick out a couple of gospel tracks for this week of broadcasts, five to be precise, five days, Monday through Friday. And so this one here, I'm thinking maybe for those of you that like to be really prepared, we're going to talk about preparation tomorrow on the broadcast. We're going to get you with both barrels right now because maybe you're listening right now and you say, I like to be a forward thinker. I like to be ready for anything. Well, Easter Resurrection Sunday, the day that we celebrate the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ, it's coming. I think in 2023, it's uh, April 9th or thereabouts. So we have a good bit of time. And normally, we fulfill orders that people place for our gospel tracks pretty quickly. But maybe some of you want to get way ahead on the action. If so, you can go to BibleTracksInc.org and pick up your copies of He Is Not Here. This is our Easter tract. And maybe in coming days, we'll have another, a new Easter tract. But right now, this gospel tract is phenomenal. He is not here. Where is Jesus not? Well, he's not in the manger. We learned that at Christmas time. He's not on the cross. Praise God, he's not on the cross. He's actually not in the tomb either. He is not here. Where is Jesus? Well, this gospel tract tells you all about that. You can go to BibleTracksInc.org to order your very own copies. We'll send them out to you free of charge. Of course, always realize that our gospel tracts, while free, they do cost somebody something. And there are many people just like you that partner with our ministry, many of which have done so on a monthly basis. That's my prayer. That's my aim. My desire is to see many people to partner with the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated on a monthly basis this year. I'm asking for people to consider. Just realize we print gospel tracts by the tens hundreds of thousands. We print them by the millions every single year. I have to scratch my brain for a second to remember what the number is, but uh, at last count, it's over 612 million gospel tracts that we've printed and distributed, given away free of charge. Realize that. that that's an absurd number over the last 80 years, but to God be the glory, we don't plan on stopping anytime soon, but always we need new people to commit to invest in this ministry. We're not going to get rich off of your financial giving. Our desire, every cent you give, if you'd like to, you could designate directly 
to printing the gospel. Now, some folks, they like supporting the radio arm of this ministry, Bible Tract Echoes, and so they designate their gift to radio. Some like to support what we do with prisoners and inmates and discipleship with them. And so I recently saw that someone gave a, a, an amount towards that. You can give towards international printing, foreign printing. You can give to domestic printing. You can give to help d- defray the massive postage cost that we have every year. We spend tens of thousands because realize we also ship currently we ship our gospel tracts for free as well and so regardless maybe god would lay on your heart that you give five or ten dollars a month or something like that to help raise the baseline of what we can do to reach lost people with the gospel of jesus christ now let's go to the book of mark enough about all that enough about money mark chapter number one and let me encourage you anytime i talk about money I, i feel convicted we need you to pray for us more than we need your money. We need your prayers. And so if you if you would, I would rather you spend five minutes a day in prayer than to put five than, than even put five dollars a day in uh, in our coffers. And so please consider praying for us. We're in the book of Mark chapter number one. We're going to look at verse number one and two. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I'm looking down at my Bible right now. I'd ask you to listen intently to what I'm saying. Ready? The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. When I think of preparation, we're going to talk about, I mentioned preparation tomorrow. I think of the job our phenomenal office staff does and actually are doing right now. Maybe if you listen very intently, you can hear the sound of the tape gun in the background as it's actually Todd right now. He is boxing up gospel tracks, putting them in packages for shipping all around the world. He's preparing them for something. We're going to talk about preparation a little more tomorrow, but I want to talk about right now what we just saw. I will send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. But right before that, what does it say? As it is written in the prophets. As it is written in the prophets. Do you realize that the birth of Jesus just Jesus being born, we celebrate that during Christmas time. What was it? Scarcely a month ago now. The birth of Jesus fulfilled at minimum 300 Old Testament prophecies. Some commentators would count up to 450 or so, but at minimum, of course, there are the types of Christ. I think of Joseph and Boaz and the Passover lamb and the water from the rock. But if you think of all the prophets, I have just a list over here. I think of the fact that God promised Abraham that the world would be best blessed through him. What was he talking about? Some amazing technology that, that Abraham's descendants would create? The fact that they were going to be uh, a people of great wealth? No. Jesus Christ came through the seed of Abraham. He promised Isaac. Jacob promised Judah would rule over his brothers. Jesus is the king, of course, from the tribe of Judah. Realize that uh, the Jews were not to break the bones of the Passover lamb. Jesus never had any of his bones broken. Moses promised that a prophet like him would come, Jesus being that prophet. Uh, God promised David about his children, the fact that they would rule forever. 
Are we talking about the kingship, the lineage, the line of David? No, we're talking about Jesus Christ. David believed that that God would not abandon him to the grave. Why? Because Jesus rose from the grave. There's so many. David has probably 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 right by himself. Let's see. Uh, God promised to send a son who would be God with us, Emmanuel. Uh, God promised that there, there would be a time in Isaiah 35 that the lame would be healed. And all of these have scriptural backing for them. Uh, God promised a messenger who would announce the Lord's coming. We're talking about that right here. Uh, that was Isaiah 40, Matthew 3, Malachi 3. Uh, God, uh, let's continue on. God promised to put his spirit on his servant. Isaiah 42 and Matthew chapter 3. God's servant will be gentle. Jesus treated people so gently. Of course, in Mark, as we talked about previously, he is a servant and minister. At least that that is the lens through which Mark really looks at Jesus. He looks at the activity of Jesus more so than Matthew or Luke or John. Jesus was very gentle. Continuing on here, uh, the suffering servant will bear our sins. The suffering servant will bear our sins. Think about that. Isaiah 53, Romans 5. Let's see here. Continuing on, David, quote unquote, we're talking about Jesus, will return as his people's shepherd. Ezekiel 34, the ruler will come from Bethlehem. The book of Micah, chapter 5, not Micah McCurry, but Micah chapter 5. Israel's king will ride a donkey. Jesus came into Jerusalem riding a donkey. That's in the book of Zechariah. And on down the line, there are so many prophecies that were fulfilled by Jesus Christ's coming. It's absolutely incredible the fact that we can say here, as it is written in the prophets, do you realize that Jesus was no surprise? I want you to think about that. Jesus was no surprise in the grand scheme of things the curtain of eternity pulled up on i don't know if you want to consider it the third act or that maybe you could call the second act maybe maybe the third act will be when he calls us home but the curtain came up and jesus christ was there what a glory it is that we have the opportunity to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords for all eternity, an eternity that he does isn't even how to say it. Um, of course, he's aware of time; he understands time. But a, a, a day with him is as a thousand years. And but think about this: he's been from eternity past; he is present now, and he will be in eternity future. Time doesn't matter to him, and so. The, I, I just think of the stage. Words fail me. I, I'm not the order I should be, but words fail me to think of the stage of all eternity. And Jesus, who had been foretold in so many amazing ways with so many phenomenal, wondrous prophecies. And then finally, the star appears and the angels sing, Glory to God in the highest on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And here we see, some 30 years after what we would call the Christmas time frame, we see the voice of one crying in the wilderness, John the Baptist in verse number 3. And we're going to talk about preparation tomorrow. But friend, oh my friend, let me encourage you. 
let me exhort you. Let me, let me, if I can, just desire of you to realize that this King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, he's not some fluke. He didn't just come about because because some people decided to get together and put together a conspiracy theory about, well, what if we create this character named Jesus? And what if we get a lot of people to believe in him? Maybe we can, we can make churches get rich off this thing. No, no friend. Money is the, the least of real God, uh, God's real people's concern. Friend, God Almighty came to live with us on earth for 33 years. And he did so to be a servant, to be a minister. He had been prophesied from time immemorial. And then he was here with us. And we get to study out his human life. I'm so very thankful for that. I hope you are as well. Let me encourage you. If you have any questions about what you've heard today, text me. I'll give you the number real slow one time. You ready? 309-316-7240. Have a great day for his glory. I'm looking forward to talking to you tomorrow. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. 828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.